The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Single people don't feel left out. This show is also you in promoting confidence and self-love. Greg promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationship and lives. Live calls and chats are very welcome in helping you with your challenges. There will be an end to those tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, though to most, he's known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. It's uh, Greg Zinsky coming to you live from Detroit. Yeah, beautiful city of Detroit. It's been a beautiful day. Happy hump night, as everybody. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Um, how can I say this? I had a little technical difficulty um, <laughs> that happened. So I'm doing a little bit old school. Um, welcome, Cynthia, in chat. And today, um, I want to, hopefully everybody can hear me, uh, my... What do I want to say? My mixer, uh, the power cord, took a dump. <laughs> so I am doing this old school. Uh, so unfortunately, because I'm doing it old school, people cannot call me this evening. I apologize for that. But you can um, join me in the live chat as usual. Uh, if you're using the Spreaker app, there is a like a chat bubble icon um, that you can join me in the live chat. And I'd love to hear you. Um, hear your feedback, or I shouldn't say hear it, see you in the live chat, hear your feedback, and any questions you have in chat, and I will not mention your names, like I mentioned in all my uh, shows, um, your privacy is very um, confidential, so throw me your name if you want, you're going to hear some individuals on chat that have been following the Art of Relationships radio show for some time now. Um, they gave me permission to use their name, and that's why you're, you might hear certain names thrown out there. But if you do not want your name mentioned over the air, of course, I am not going to produce it, okay? So I have to get used to it. It's been a long time since I've done the radio show uh, this way. The listeners hopefully will not hear any difference, okay? So if you hear any technical goofs or whatever, it's probably me farting around, okay? Um, I want to give a huge thank you as well to new listeners out there as well. And I also want to give a huge uh, thank you to the sponsor out there, After Dark um, Infinimax, okay? And this is where you will find our full line of self no, sorry, sexual health products. We are the new cornerstone for sexual health and wellness in the market today, okay? Our patented and proprietary herbal supplements have been engineered to specifically help not only men people out there, but help women specifically over the age of 35 enjoy sex well into and past middle age, okay? I'm going to say into old age on there. I'm all about that. The focus, of course, as it should be, is focus on blood flow, circulation, and hormone production beyond our prime baby-making years. We are exclusively sold online at infinimax.com. That's I-N-F-I-N-I-M-A-X.com. Okay, so a huge thank you to them. Check them out. they got herbal supplements, and as everybody knows, I'm all about... Um, natural ingredients out there to try to help uh, spice up testosterone levels in men and maybe to balance estrogen level and get the juices flowing, so to speak, um, for ladies out there, okay? So, now, check them out, Infinimax, again, that's I-N-F-I-M-A-X, Infinimax.com, okay? Check them out and uh, they're huge product line out of after dark so check them out okay all natural ingredients 
give them a shout. And there's a link on my website, theartofrelationships.org. There's a link on that and also the theartofrelationshipsradioshow.org as well. Um, and on my Facebook, check that out as well. And uh, come on, people, join the live chat. Don't be shy. I want to hear your questions tonight. We are going to talk about um, how well do you know one another. And I sort of gave tidbits, if you will, during the week on Facebook or the first couple of days of this week that you look at the situation and I want you to um, focus on how well do you know each other, okay? How well do you know your spouse? How many people actually, you know, you believe this. You actually um, think you know one another well enough, okay? Well, this triggered the conversation. A cousin of mine, and I have, oh my God, a ton of them. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Ben and Ashton. Um, Dynamic couple. It was cool to see them uh, last Saturday evening. And they did a thing I've never seen at a wedding before. And I've been to a ton of them. Um, They did a game. They sat in chairs back to back. So they couldn't see one another. Each one of them had the opposite shoes, right? So he had one of his shoes and also one of her shoes. She had one of his shoes and one of her shoes. So it was a game. Which one, you know, do you think does this the most or does that? And they would pick up the shoe. And out of like 25... The 30 questions, they only missed two. And I, I couldn't believe it. It was phenomenal. I, I'm like, man, they're in sync with each other. Then I'm like, I started thinking. i like, oh my God, this would be an awesome topic for a show. So here we are. How well do you think you know your lover, your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, play toy, whatever, as Cynthia's online, um, on the <laughs> live chat, <coughs> excuse me, that you can go ahead and uh, uh, you know, join the live chat. I want to hear your comments, your insights, and everything to this topic. How well do you think um, that you know one another? And Cynthia just mentioned on the live chat that um, you know I have seen something similar at wedding showers. It's pretty cool, and uh, it, it's really new. And I was shocked. I couldn't believe how well they did. So. We are going to get into some questions. You know, do you really know one another, okay? And one, oh my God, I spelled it. I forgot the O on one another in the title of the show. But make sure uh, you tune in. Like I said, you can tune in if you're listening to Spreaker, the app on iTunes or on Android devices. Make sure you can join the live chat, okay? There's a chat bubble. Um, you click on the you know the live show. How well do you know one another? And there is a chat bubble. So please join it. I'd love to uh, you know hear questions and welcome new listeners. Or you can go to Spreaker.com/user/Greg Dzinski. That's spelled G-R-E-G-D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Okay. So I'd love to uh, have everybody on. Um, throw out your questions or comments. Greg, you suck. You're awesome. <laughs> Whatever. I want to make the show. Um, it's about you out there, and I'm always looking for avenues to improve it to help the listeners out there and those individuals have an awesome experience and also help um, maybe you get more attached, more comfortable in your own relationship with your own self with you know, intimacy, you know, emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, and maybe get rid of body image aspects. So um, we're going to get into um, the situations. That's what the show is about, okay? So now we are going into how well do you want to know well another. So I want to hit up some questions. I'm going to get to more juicy ones later on in the show. <coughs> Excuse me. But I want to hit up... You know, these questions, I want you to think about it, and also you can jot them down, and you can also listen to recorded versions of the show, as always, and, you know, if you're not writing them down, you miss them, you're, play the show back, okay, you're going to be able to go through these, write them down, and use them in your own life, okay, and it's funny, um, 
couples I get all the time, you know, talk about how well do you know each other? And I get couples in my office here in Detroit that, you know, they look at each other like, what the hell are you talking about? That's not me. That's not who I am. That's not how I am. That's not what I like. And they're like, you know, they think they know each other. Maybe it's part of taking for granted. Um, Do you know each other well enough? And also, can you learn about each other's likes, dislikes, and know each other as you grow and as you evolve, not only as a couple in a relationship, but can you grow and evolve? You know what? You grow and evolve as an individual, and that changes maybe year to year. And are you able to focus on that and learn about each other over and over again, right? It's exciting. Maybe you have different, you know, sexual needs, different sexual twists that you want to throw out there. And maybe you don't know that your partner wants this, okay? Um, are you able to do that? Eh, maybe. You know, maybe they got a new fetish or whatever. Maybe they got a new itch to maybe go on a vacation somewhere else they've never been before. Or maybe they want to try a different food. These are all things that evolve over time. I think it's cool. So you're always constantly learning about one another. And sometimes, let's face it, we start looking at, you know what, that was our wife, husband, whatever, boyfriend, um, ago, five years ago, two years ago. But we can grow and change. And I think a lot of people need to pay more attention on that. So when I started um, Saturday night at the reception, when I saw them do this, I'm like, oh, what a cool idea for the show. And it fits right into the mold that I try to, you know, promote with couples, not only in my office, but also, you know, in the book, sees that Total Connection. And also um, Facebook, you know, my blog, all this aspects to try to help couples out there. And also not only that, but helping individuals out there, you know, try to get a hold of themselves know themselves better so they can teach maybe potential partners down the road you know what they want what they desire and how they grow and evolve awesome right sounds easy it's not always that easy okay so let's get on to the questions and if you know anybody friends family member give them a shout have them join on the live chat uh don't be shy out there at all, okay. Uh, you can find that on Spreaker.com, okay. Slash user slash Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Um, there's links on Facebook as well, and you can download. I always recommend downloading the Spreaker app as well. That's probably the easiest way. You can listen right on your phone. Um, and chat live right from the app. It's an awesome uh, app, okay? And I want to give a shout-out uh, to Infinimax.com, part of After Dark 2, for uh, sponsoring the show this evening. Make sure you check them out. Uh, Infinimax, that is I-N-F-I-N-I-M-A-X.com, with all natural ingredients, uh, supplements, to enhance your sexual energy and get the vigor back in your sex life if your testosterone levels are low or you know maybe you know vaginal dryness as well so make sure you check them out um a huge thank you to them now let's get on to the questions how many people that are in a relationship or maybe in the past you know you can learn about this too how well do you know this and you know do you agree in your current relationship or maybe you can look at these questions that you know what damn we didn't know this in a relationship i didn't know this i didn't know that or we took this for granted you can learn from past relationships as well okay uh so you grow from this you grow as individuals and take you know what you have learned from past maybe disastrous relationships or toxic into maybe new healthy realms and that's what you want to trigger on okay so Let's get at it, okay? Who in your relationship, or maybe past, whatever, who makes most decisions about trips or vacations, right? Who is going to make most, uh, or who in your current relationship, or maybe in your past, if you're not involved with anybody, that who initiates, you know, or makes decisions on where you're going to go on vacation? You know what? I hear a lot of women 
boy, I wish men would take charge. I wish my husband, my boyfriend, whatever, would just pick a place and say, you know, we're going here. And then I hear, you know, men go ahead and do that. And then women get pissed. <laughs> they get, you know, they flip it around. I didn't have any insight. I didn't have any whatever. And it's like you ask them to do this. Um, so what the hell happens and do you trigger that? But look at, you know, who in your relationship makes most of the decisions about trips and vacations in the family? Is it really, are you manipulative and you whine and complain if your spouse or partner picks a destination and you're like, oh no, I want to go here? Or are, is it a mutual decision that you both agree on or it doesn't seem like it's always you or maybe it's all majority of the time your partner that is making that decision on trips and vacation you know a lot of guys a lot of guys you know let's face it might be lazy or might maybe not take the initiative yeah wherever you want to go just pick and let me know and I'll follow (laughs) maybe women want the men to stand up and say you know what I want to I'd love to take you here but do you ask you know what I want to take you here what do you think Are you able to do that with trips on vacation? So if you were sitting back to back in a chair and someone was asking you questions, would you be able to sort of raise, you know, the lady's shoe or the man's shoe or let's, you know, not even that if it's in lesbian or gay relationships, you know, your partner's shoe, are you going to be able to raise it or is it your, that you do it most of the time and can you be honest about Maybe your decision, maybe you don't want to admit they do this more than you do. Or maybe, you know, they don't want to admit that you do more than they do in this situation. We're going to get into this. So we have, you know, who makes most of the decisions, you know, with trips, vacations, whatever. Or is it even, is it a mutual thing, which I'm all about that. (laughs) Now, who makes this is a big one. Who makes most of the financial decisions, okay, in the relationship? Is it your wife? Is it the husband? Is it the, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, that makes the financial decisions? You know, maybe what type of house you're going to buy, how much you're going to spend. You know, maybe we're not talking about the little, you know, I'm going out buying a new pair of pants, a new bra, a new panty, whatever, um, you know, maybe not sort of decisions on that nature, but maybe larger decisions on how much you're going to spend maybe on a car. Maybe get on vacation. How much you're going to spend on a vacation. Maybe one wants to spend this much and the other one wants to spend this much. Who makes most of the financial decisions in the home, in the family, in the relationship, okay? And I want you to, you know, are you honest about it? And not only are you honest about the financial decisions, are you also resentful or maybe bitter because, you know what, one of you is making most of the decisions versus the other one and it turns into a power struggle or a power, you know, maybe a power battle going back and forth that, you know, let's face it, when you feel like you're not equals and one is throwing more power with financial situations or financial decisions over the other, then what happens? You know what? Then maybe sex gets to be a target and gets to be used as a weapon, which I always advocate. Never, 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 never should it be ever ever used as a weapon. And it tends to do this. And you get a lot of issues about, you know, the financial domain. So look at who in your relationship or marriage makes most of the financial decisions, okay? Maybe you are living together. Maybe, you know, you've heard me say on numerous shows that, you know, I'm not a big fan of, I shouldn't say, let me back up a little bit, okay? I'm not a fan that even if you're married, that I don't think you, to have a successful marriage, I don't think you have to have everything together, right? There's old school people that think once you're married, you combine all the finances, right? Not necessarily. Ask couples that have been maybe in second marriages, they've been in first marriages, and they've been screwed over financially. Ask them what their thoughts are on that, and you know, you need to be careful. So it's not always one way. You can maybe you know, with financial decisions, maybe you make a decision that, okay, we all 
contribute equally to the bills, you know, rent, mortgage payment, utilities, whatever, the bills. And then outside of that, what you do with your money is your decision. What you do is yours, and we can't say anything about it. Um, can that work? I'm all for that. You know, I'm I, personally, professionally, whatever you want to call I'm all for that if that works well. Um, now, if you have situations where you have a stay-at-home mom, and I've talked about that a long time ago. I'm not going to get into that now. That you have a stay-at-home mom. Now maybe she feels, you know what, I have no say-so because he makes all the financial money, so he should make all the decision. Ooh, does resentment set in, okay? So look about financial decisions and how they, you know, are you on the same page and who makes most of them? Okay, now going on to the next one. Okay, what about, and this is a big argument for a lot of couples, um, you know, one of many arguments I see on a weekly, daily basis in my office that who makes most of the decision on how to parent the kids. And I, oh my God, I hear so many arguments from parents. One is more passive. One is more a disciplinarian um, where one, you know, wants to try to talk to and try to rationalize with a three-year-old, which most of us know you can't rationalize with a three-year-old where you know trying to have a lecture and try to rationalize with a three-year-old ain't gonna happen and one might be over the top disciplinary uh, where you know they want to jump on their butt for every little thing they do who makes most of the decision making in the relationship regarding parenting okay who how you're gonna parent the kids are you on the same page awesome yeah that was a baby clap Awesome, terrific. Or, you know what, are you on opposing ads, right? Um, Cynthia mentioned mentioned in live chat, yeah, I just threw up my hands. Um, I know your situation, uh, Cynthia, and I'm not going to get into that, but if you want to enter it on on live chat, you can go ahead and enter it. Where the heck is everybody else on live chat? We got quite a few listeners. Maybe a lot of people are maybe trying to figure it out, or maybe they're a little shy going on, okay? But, you know, with parenting the kids, and there's a lot of uh, debate and a lot of arguments that are started or maybe festering um, where resentment sets on how to parent the kids. It's one more lenient, one more, you know, like I said, more rigid with parenting styles and who, you know, whose rules, who makes most of the decision on how you try to parent the kids, okay? So be honest about that. Do you, or do you always submit? You know, is it always your husband's way, boyfriend's way? Is it always about, you know, your way and you think you're the right way, okay? Not always, okay? And I've worked in the past with a lot of kids, you know, foster care, um, you know, I always did relationship, sex stuff, and marriage stuff, as people know. And I also worked with a lot of uh, younger kids, sexual abuse, trauma, um, foster care, a lot of wicked stories, sad stories. And it, it's weird how you get a lot of situations that, you know, a lot of divorce occurs, sadly, because of differences in how to parent the kids. So I want you to look at that. You know, whose decision, who makes most of the decision on parenting dynamics? And like I mentioned, uh, one individual on live chat, and I'm not going to mention names, like I said, unless you give me permission to use your name, um, I will not. I respect your privacy and your confidentiality. So uh, one individual on chat mentioned there are couples that keep separate accounts, but put one another on each other's accounts and benefit that way. You know what? That's very, very true. They do um, benefit each other in that way. Um, They could do that. Um, Sort of secrets, whatever. But I look at... Oh, Kim, thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show, Kim. Uh, Thanks for giving me permission to use your name. But I want to look at um, your situation you mentioned. You know, there are couples that keep separate accounts, but put one another on each other's accounts and benefit that way. And you look at that and you look at what, you know, benefit would that have? You know, you look at what benefit would that have? I understand you put names on accounts like you would maybe your parent, elderly parent 
that has maybe severe dementia or Alzheimer's that you become a guardian or you're on the count that you can use it. I understand to that aspect. But what happens if one starts dipping into each other's account, um, that kills trust. Now you're talking about, you know, do financial decisions, get pulled a tug of war out of that situation. So you need to look at those dynamics and you need to set boundaries and be able to trust each other to have that situation. I'm all for that. It's not a right or wrong. Um, and, oh, Kim, you mentioned, yeah, benefit in a credit way. I, I agree, absolutely. Now you're talking not only accounts, you're talking, you know, credit cards, you know, situations or loan payments. That absolutely would benefit um, one, you know, if one has worse credit um, than the other, it can definitely benefit the other one that has, you know, maybe not as great credit as, the, uh, you know, the other one too. So that absolutely, I agree, you know, with that situation, I'm, you know, I get that. I agree with that. And you want to make sure it doesn't turn into abusive situation uh, financially as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I know Cynthia, you mentioned in live chat too, a while ago, you know, I give up interviews, make, uh, decisions with my kids. I know that. And that's a discussion we've had over and over again. Um, and you try to work it out and you try to, um, you know, get to the situation to where, um, you try to be equal on that, and now do you give up and you look at that person taking the hit for everything on parenting dynamics or financial situations as well? And like I said, you know what? Um, that's cool. I'm all for that. Uh, so would you be able to go ahead and get to that situation, which would be very cool, right? Okay. So. I am going to take a little breather. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And again, check out infinimax.com from After Dark. That is I-N-F-I-N-I-M-A-X.com. You can check out their natural supplements to invigorate sexual energy in your relationship okay join the thousands that have already reinvented their age their sexual drive their sexual vigor and sexual energy oh baby i'm all for that uh don't let age win or be an excuse anymore so check them out infinimax.com i-n-f-i-n-i max.com and i will be back shortly people thanks for listening You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show.
Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Greg Dzinski, Detroit's Love Guru, coming to you from my office in downtown Detroit City, the Big D. Um, hopefully everybody's doing uh, well out there, and I welcome the new listeners to the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome everybody, and if you are just joining the show, you can definitely join us on the live chat I would love to hear your feedback. Like I said, I had a technical difficulty, so I'm, I'm not able. I'm laughing about it. Um, like right before the show, I found out what the hell is going on. But um, I cannot take live calls this evening. Uh, my mixer power cord took a dump. So I'm doing it old school um, this way. So I'm hoping everybody can hear clearly. Um, hopefully my voice might not sound as sexy I can't crank up the mixer or make my voice sound like Barry White. <laughs> so hopefully uh, everybody's wide awake out there listening to the show. Okay. We're talking about, you know, how well do you know one another? And we talked about, you know, who makes most financial situations in your relationship. We also talked about, you know, who makes most of the decisions on vacations or trips. And a big issue about welcome miss vicky lee how are you doing welcome to the show um nice seeing you again miss vicky um talking about she joined us on live chat and again um the individual's names that you hear on live chat uh, gave me permission to use their names um if you do not want your name mentioned i'm not going to use it um, you have to give me permission to do that, okay? Nice seeing you back here, Miss Vicky. And um, going into, you know, we talked about, you know, who makes most of the decisions. I'm going to run down the list real quick again. Financial situations, trips, vacations, you know, in a relationship or, you know, marriage. How to parent the kids, you know. Are you able to be on the same page and look at, yep, he does this. Yeah, he makes most of the decisions. I do. It's awesome. I'm all about the the feedback and all about the situation to where equality, okay? I'm huge on equality and looking at, you know, being partners in most decision making. But unfortunately, a lot of relationships are not like that. They might be dominated one way or another. Most people, you know, how to parent the kids, let's face it. Most parents um, or most people would probably assume that most of the decisions about child rearing and you know about dealing with the kids comes from the mother right most people know that uh, that's just an assumption i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying you know that's truth i'm just saying that is a an assumption that most people would like now what about who is more likely to handle a stressful situation in the relationship say you have a sick kid or maybe there's a situation where hot water heater broke in the house um you're spazzing out or tripping out over maybe the bills you know you're behind in bills about making decisions how to handle situations how many people handle stressful or maybe traumatic chaotic situations in the family you know who is the calm and cool collected one? It's not a right or wrong. We all have different emotions. We all have different um, takes on how we you know, handle things. Um, do you, maybe if you are in a situation, a marriage or relationship, to where maybe you have a hard time handling stress, you have severe anxiety, and now, you know what, you're heavily relying on your partner to handle all those maybe traumatic situation chaotic circumstances in the relationship or family and are you able to um sort of work on that okay um are you able to maybe get stronger where maybe it balances out maybe you are the one that's highly anxious you spaz out about everything you know, in a chaotic situation, you might just crumble. And I'm not bashing or anyone. I want you to be more confident so you can handle that situation. Or do you automatically rely on your husband, your wife to handle those situations? I want you to be able to look at, <clears throat> excuse me, and can you get stronger? So maybe you can take that burden off 
uh, your partner once in a while and you can balance that out, okay? So think about that. Yeah, I'm the one that handles all the situation. Maybe you're the partner that handles all the chaotic situations and stressful events in the relationship or marriage, but um, maybe you don't want that anymore. Maybe you're like, damn, I'm sick of this crap. You know, I wish they would handle it once in a while, okay? So, you know, if you were to raise, you know, a hand or a shoe, um, would you be able to look at, you know, what that situation, and is it balanced? Is it a fair situation, okay? And this one goes hand in hand. Maybe they get pissed off more. Maybe they get upset easily. Um, Who is more likely... I'm laughing because most people are going to say women in this one too, but (laughs) not always, not always, okay? Um, More, who are more likely to throw a temper tantrum in your relationship? Who is more likely to flip shit? Um, Maybe loses their keys, maybe, you know, spasses out over every little thing to throw temper tantrums in the relationship and Vicky you mentioned I handle it all he's on easy street is it because you allow him to be on easy street miss Vicky or are you do you like that control Ooh, do you like the control that you want to handle everything or do you want him to maybe velcro his uh manhood on I'll use that term. Yeah, Velcro is manhood or balls on. And to be able to look at the situation to where do you want him to step up, you know, with the situation if there's problems with the kids. If you, um, great, oh, great, I flipped the bitch switch, all the bitch switch, switch. Oh, my God, I can't even talk. Sorry, people, um, all the time uh, just because I'm tired. And I get that. And how you balance each other and you look at those situations. Cynthia on the live chat, you mentioned, you know, this is our biggest problem. I deal with most issues other than the bills. Thus, I lose it while he is calm. This is where I want you to be able to help understand the situation. Um, and maybe, Cynthia, your husband would be able to take this on Um, you know, and this is where couples, I I get this, where the resentment, um, sets in and resentment where you're doing everything and the other person lets you do it. They take you for granted. Maybe are you, have you asked for help? You know, are you able, you know what? I need some help with this situation. And, And I get it. Every situation is different. You know, maybe both parents, you know, both spouses, partners, whatever, maybe they both work and trying to balance everything where one person's at home and maybe they're taken for granted because you're at home, you don't work raising the kids. Oh, maybe you have more time to handle this situation. I'm not saying that's right, but are you able to handle, um, and work together as a team? And, uh, you know, Vicky mentioned, yeah, I'm a control freak, but I haven't found the right person who can handle me. Oh, are you saying, Miss Vicky, that you need a spanking? <laughs> oh, wait. How do I throw sex into this one? We're going to get into sex in a bit, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Art of Relationships Radio Show. And if it wasn't uh, about me or wasn't uh, about you out there, I went. <laughs> I always got to throw sex into it. So maybe, Vicky, you need a spanking uh, to be controlled and handled, right? Are you a wild filly? <laughs> Now, if Wild Philly, that sounds like a country song, and I, I'm not a big country song fan out there. So, you know, look at all these situations that can affect a relationship. That's when I'm bringing them out there. And how well do you know each other, and how well do you know your relationship? Who's most likely to throw a freaking temper tantrum? Most people are going to say it's the women. Oh, yeah, especially when it's that time of the month, Greg. I know they flip out. Not always. There's men out there. I know. I've seen them in session that they, you know, they flip out. They have temper tantrums all the time. (laughs) Vicky, I need discipline. I got to hear Cynthia might uh, join your uh, comments, Vicky, (laughs) in the live chat. might join you in a live chat about discipline and spanking and all that good stuff. Oh, where'd Kim go? I thought she'd liked, uh, my understanding is she'd like that talk too. So hopefully, um, the discipline aspects and you, you look at, you know, who's going to throw the temper tantrums and all that aspects. And another one, who does most of the cooking? Believe it or not, a lot of men like to cook. They enjoy cooking. Me, you know what? Cooking, uh, 
you know what? Do I like cooking? Do I mind? I don't mind it. It's just with my hours I work and, you know, cooking for one person. Yeah, being single. Um, you know, that it's, it's hard to cook for one person. So, I, you know, in a traditional sense that you look at the situation where, you know, who is doing most of the cooking and is that okay with the person, right? Is that okay with the person that is doing most of the cooking? Or maybe you have an arrangement. They like to cook and maybe you clean up and you're okay with that. You balance. No big deal. So look about who does most of the cooking. And the biggest thing with these questions, with any questions about um, compatibility, not only compatibility, but how well do you know each other, you get caught up in a battle, tit for tat, and it takes a lot of maturity, emotional maturity, to look at yourself honestly and openly and see if that is going to hit, you know, hit home and hit honesty with all those situations, okay? Um, another one I want to get at, too, is, ooh, this one was off the hook, and I was laughing and like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, at the reception, my uh, cousin, uh, one of my many cousins that got uh, had a reception Saturday, they nailed this. And it was, neither one of them said it was them. It was funny. She said, oh, I'm not this, n- I'm never like this. And he's like, I'm never like this. And they both sat there back to back. They never cho- chose, you know, each other's shoes. And it was funny. And I'm like, how many couples will get this next question, right? Um, it is... Who's more likely to be too tired for sex? Ah, right? Who's more likely to be too tired for sex in the relationship or in the marriage? Cynthia, I know you for a fact. You are never too tired for sex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll throw Cynthia underneath the bus on that one. She don't care, right? No, I'm never too tired. I'm always ready for sex. And it's funny because, Kim, you either, you're never too tired. So we, no. And you look at my cousin and his new bride. Um, it was funny because they got it. Neither one of them said they're too tired. They're both, they're both saying, not me. I don't know who's too tired. I don't think they are either. And it's funny. Um, well, I know, Cynthia, with your health issues, I know that the case. Um, that I get. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to throw that out there. And I'm laughing. It's not funny what you're enduring. And I get that. So... Uh, I know before you ran into all these situations, you were like, woohoo, let's go, man. I don't care. Morning, noon, night. Let's do it all. <laughs> so I'm all <laughs> I'm all that. Who is more likely to be too tired for sex? Is it because of exhaustion that you are, you're mostly doing most of the child care? You're mostly working maybe long hours, um, not sleeping enough? Or is it just being too tired because there is an emotional disconnect in a relationship and you sort of are using that as an excuse or is it part of you know maybe depression too we could throw that in there health issues you know diabetes we can throw all that in so are you more likely to be too tired for sex and what would it take for you to flip that script around for maybe more help in the house more whatever and you get with that situation <laughs> particularly sex with who depends who's asking don't tease me, Vicky. Um, <laughs> don't tease me at all. Um, and, you know, mention on live chat to an individual that, you know, it's been 20 years. The problem is I let it go for too long. When we first were first married, I, you know, wanted to wait on him and take care of him like a child. I created my own monster. Now, Vicky, I hear this a lot and I hear a lot of complaints in this situation. This is not only from women. Like I said, Vicky, you've listened to the show for a long time. Cynthia, you have as well. <clears throat> and others, you know, listening to the show. No, I'm not a big fan of a woman's role, man's role, whatever. I'm about, you know, partnership and working together as a team big time. And you look at um, when you are, you know, you get a guy, right? A mama's boy that you know, I, I run into couples this week, believe it or not, that he never freaking never did his own laundry, lived at home until 30, and expects the wife to do all this stuff for him like a mom, 
And when you do that, what happens for a long time, as you just mentioned, Vicky, you know, resentment sets in and you look at the, you know, that, you know, you do it for a while, you do it to be nice. And then you're like, what am I getting out of it? And I'm raising like another kid. I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. I'm raising another freaking kid. And to be able to get in those situations, right? Uh, Cynthia, you mentioned, you know, I was the same way, but I slowly let him do things. And I have learned that even if he does it wrong, it's now okay. I have to remember he loves me enough to try. Cynthia, yeah, that was a huge clap on my part. I don't know if you can hear it through my mic or not. But I agree. I think it's both in, you know, when you start doing stuff and discouraging, do you want your partner to help you? And are you a control freak that, you know, they need to do it the way you want and it's got to be done this way. And, you know, people get in fights about laundry. You know, towels. Do you fold them in quarters or do you fold them trifold, you know, like bath towels? And one person, oh, my God, I hate it. You need to do it this way. Why? Why Why is it wrong? I was raised this way. And you get in those situations. And it's like, um, you know, what the hell do you do, right? Oh, it was a loud clap. Good. Zip your pants. <laughs> What? <laughs> Cynthia, what the hell was that about? Zip my pants. No, I was not spanking it, Cynthia. Maybe late. No, that's too much TMI. No, maybe later I need to. Um, <laughs> Self-gratification. I promote that um, big time, right? But if you got a partner and you're never tired for sex, then maybe you don't need that situation, okay? <laughs> um, so, who is more likely to be tired for sex? Not only this, we're going to stay... Oh my God, we fight over folding towels. I believe it. Some couples do. Over certain towels need to be folded this way or that way. Um, you know, maybe the kids' laundry. You're helping each other fold everything. And we have, you know, people are very anal that have been in the service, you know, men, women that have been in the service, they need to fold it this way and this is how it's done. Then they get married that's used to folding it another way and they flip out. It's like, who cares? You know, they're folded. What does it matter, right? If it's this way, that way, whatever. And people flip out about little things that are not life and death. It doesn't really matter how the towels are folded in the relationship um, you know, in the house, does it really affect the relationship? Is it making someone not feel loved, not feeling respected? Is it really feeling, making each other feel not desired, whatever, because of the way the towels are folded, okay? <laughs> Vicky's mentioned on the live chat, dead serious, he folds them all wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe you do need a spanking, Vicky. No. <laughs> um, okay, now, Gonna go on the situation, you know. Who's tired for sex? I'm gonna go in this. Who is more likely to initiate sex in the relationship, right? And let's hear it. Most of the time we hear it left and right. Oh, it's always the guy, right? Always the guy is initiating all this stuff. You know what? And I hear women use this excuse, Greg, you know what? I don't get a chance to initiate. I don't get a chance because he is always initiating. And I'm like, you know what, that's a crock. You know, I think that is an excuse, whatever, and maybe it's the fear about maybe initiating for sex that, you know, maybe you're a fear of being rejected. Maybe, you know, you don't want to be turned down either, so it's easier for you not to initiate because you don't want to be rejected. And this goes for both men and women. Again, it's not a gender situation. And as uh, people know and listen to the Art of Relationships radio show often, I don't. I get away from a lot of gender situation. Yeah, there are a couple things that might hold true, but you look at going on for that, okay? Um, Cynthia, you're waiting for one of us to end up in jail. Uh-oh. <laughs> but you look at, you know, who initiates sex more um, yeah, Greg wants to talk about sex. I want to talk about the towel and dish problem. But Vicky, if you get pissed off about the towel and dish problem, <laughs> maybe you're not going to want sex, right? <laughs> See how that all relates? You know what? You're pissed about the dishes or maybe he's pissed and neither one of you want sex because you're pissed about maybe stupid. Or I'm going to say stupid. We don't like that word, right? About senseless issues about the dish problem or the towel situation. You know, you didn't fold the towels this way. I ain't giving you sex. 
<laughs> you know what? Um, so you look at the situation, you know, does it, it turns into sex. Let's face it, Vicky. Um, the, the situation, I want to, you know, get it. Who initiates sex more and is it more equally? You know, do you always leave it up to your partner to initiate sex so you don't feel rejected? And what could you do to step up your game and to initiate sex more often? And maybe, you know, I'm a guy. I want my lady to initiate sex too. Not only me, I want to feel craved. I want to feel desired. I want to feel like she wants to rip my clothes off and devour me, of course, physically and emotionally, baby. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I lost my train of thought. Leah, welcome to the show. Um, So we look at the situation to where, you know, initiating sex is it balanced is it you know are you always waiting for the other one because they're the ones that do it most of the time like i said most guys that don't like women to initiate sex i'm saying in heterosexual relationships are control freaks they don't like it because they always want to be in control and i say screw that i want you to initiate i want you to show me you crave me desire me and you know want to please me as much as you want me to please you i'm all about that okay now not only with the sex aspects you know who's initiating who's too tired for who is the one to maybe initiate a new place to have sex or maybe ooh, maybe you are different ways to have sex that you want to talk about you know, different ways or positions or different styles. Maybe you want to do it in a car or maybe you want to do it on a beach and get sand in the crack of your ass. <laughs> do you, um, are you the one that always wants to initiate different things because maybe your partner is being too shy? Maybe you are, um, maybe too timid and you want somebody, and I talked about that a while ago, uh, about letting your freak out um, sexually. And being more confident in that aspect too. But are you able to, are you the one that's always able to, you know, let your partner initiate sex because it's safer, because it makes you feel more wanted and needed? You don't have to take that risk, okay? Um, Lee, <laughs> Lee um, in the live chat mentioned no sand in the ass, Greg. That's itchy. Yeah, I know it is. Um, I've been there on the bottom. So, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Vicky mentioned, uh, is that a towel rack or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> well, you know what, Vicky, that's true, right? Hold on, hold on. Do you need to use this towel as <laughs> walking around with a freaking Woody or a boner hanging out, okay? <laughs> oh, I got to give a, a huge shout out. I'm going to give a huge shout out again. I got to read. Won't get, <laughs> yeah, Greg won't get sand in my hair. No, I don't. I don't have any hair. I'm bald. So bald and sexy, right? Um, Okay. Uh, sponsor of the show, I'm going to join the thousands that have already reinvented their age and sexual drive and sexual vigor and sexual energy. How many have reinvented, have re-sparked these aspects? Um, don't let age win or be an excuse anymore, people. Go to infinimax.com, I-N-F-I-N-I-M-A-X.com, okay? This is where you will find full line of sexual health products we are the new cornerstone for sexual health and wellness in the market today okay our patent and proprietary herbal supplements have been engineered to specifically help both men and women most of them are for men as we know right but they're also for women and they key on people that over the age of 35 to enjoy sex well into and well past middle age, okay? They focus on blood flow, circulation, hormone production, okay? Beyond, well beyond the prime baby making years, okay? They are exclusively sold online at infinimax.com and it's great products from after dark, okay? And like I uh, mentioned before, natural ingredients, which I'm a huge fan of and a huge plus okay so as we age we know especially guys testosterone maybe dwindles it does dwindle significantly after the age of 35 in women you might have problems maybe with vaginal dryness and maybe you know estrogen hormonal balances especially when you get you know 
close to 50, the magic number of premenopausal or menopausal aspects, or people that even, you know, even in early 30s, maybe you've had a hysterectomy, a full hysterectomy with endometriosis, or maybe you uh, maybe had, you know, cysts on your ovaries and you just needed them out. So these um, go to, you know, infinimax.com. They have a lot of supplements that can help you out, okay? And I want to thank them for sponsoring the show. Again, um, before I sign off, I want you to look at, do an assessment. Sit down with your partner um, and go through these questions. You know what? And maybe these questions are going to spur resentment and argument. That isn't why I want to do it. I want to look at that there's more balance and how well do you know one another in your relationship. You know what? Have you thought about this? You know, some people don't want to think about it because it's going to create a fight. It's going to create argument. It's going to create maybe intensity and not in a passionate sexual manner. But, you know, it's going to create problems. You know, who handles most of the stressful situations or financial situations in your relationship? How to parent the kids? You know what? Who's more likely to initiate sex? Who is... Sign off. I just got here. Oh, I know. Sorry. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say get off. Uh, Vicky, I know. I'm sorry. Um, I've been doing, um, trying to cut the show down a little bit because of my energy levels. Um, I apologize, Miss Vicky. So I, um, you know, do an assessment. Who is doing most of the stuff in your relationship from initiating sex to maybe initiating do new places to have sex or positions who handles most of the financial situations in the relationship not only handles them who makes most of the decisions about vacations you know who throws temper tantrum what you can do to balance those situation out so you can have a more uh dynamic more passionate more equal partnership in a relationship and more fulfilling relationship that's what the art of relationships radio show is all about that's what i do at the art of relationships my private practice in detroit here so make sure you check out my website uh theartofrelationships.org you can also check out my um book seize that total connection achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave people uh, maybe you need to visit your sponsor's website to increase your energy <laughs> no you know what vicky you're right actually they're supposed to be uh sending me uh products i should be getting them pretty soon damn it maybe i need to but now i need to find a uh, a willing uh participant um oh boy don't even get me going on <laughs> Oh, Kim, you just got the book today. Thank you so much, very, very much. And I have to. I want to give a plug out to Vicki Lee on the live chat. Make sure you look her up on Facebook, okay? Uh, that's V-I-K-K-I-E-L-E-E. Um, an awesome poet. She's an awesome uh, artist as well. And she was kind enough to donate five of her fantastic paintings Um just phenomenal, okay, um, that she donated five of her work when I moved my office to downtown Detroit a while ago, so make sure you check her out on Facebook, she is a dynamic lady, a dynamic uh, artist, uh, both literary and uh, with painting and all that aspect, make sure you check her out on Facebook, again, her name is Vicki Lee, a uh, shout out to Vicki Lee, V-I-K-K-I-E, L-E-E, Vicki Lee with two K's, two I's, okay? Um, uh, dynamic lady, a huge, huge talent. And if she wasn't a huge talent, I would not be promoting her, no matter if she gave me the free paintings or not. No, I'm te- <laughs> te- teasing, Vicki. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Art of Relationships uh, radio show. Um, people in the live chat, Hopefully you won't be shy. I want to get a lot more people in the live chat as well. And I want to get, um, not only that, I want to give a lot of people out there um, a chance to give us a call. Like I said, I wasn't able to take phone calls this evening. Uh, I will be back next week with phone calls. I need a uh, new power cord uh, for the mixer. So we can go ahead and get that taken care of, okay? I want to... um, Thank you, everybody else, for listening. This is Detroit's Love Guru, Detroit Tuszynski. 
This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Thanks so much, people. Everybody have a good night. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show.